Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Battle of the Blorbos, the podcast where we will scientifically rank every fictional character. Now, you've probably heard of power scaling. That is not what we are going to do here today. You can't measure a character based on their greatest feats in combat. What about all the times they fall short of those feats? Or what they're like outside of combat? Would you say that Columbo doesn't deserve a place among the greats just because he's a schlubby old man? No, you wouldn't. That'd be crazy. Everybody loves Columbo. No, the best way to measure a character's worth is by putting them through randomly determined challenges of arbitrary mundane tasks. And that's what we're here to do today. To do so, I am your host, have gathered four advocates, each bringing a blorbo from their particular shows to pit against one another to determine who is the greatest. Those advocates are Pixel. Hey, I'm Pixel. Roxy. Hello, I'm Roxy. Maple. Hi, I'm Maple. And Jackson. Hi, I'm Jackson. All of these advocates have brought with them a particular character, and I will be putting them through their faces in a series of challenges. First first off, we have the pite-sized powerhouse from the Gem Homeworld. She's mean and green and got machines. I've never actually watched a show, and frankly, the discourse scares me a little bit. Representing, represented by Pixel, Peridot from Steven Universe. Woo! And the ex-soldier mercenary in the employee of Avalanche, the twink with the sword that's totally not compensating for anything. He's not exactly feeling himself lately. Represented by Roxy, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII, and its assorted spin-offs and remake. Yeehaw. It's amazing that she had she made time for this battle with all the iron she's got in the fire. The blah 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 huge bitch herself. The spider troll who did nothing wrong. Represented by Maple. Vriska Circuit from Homestuck. I put in a randomizer for uh, lesbian gender goals with an eye patch, and uh, I have to make an apology to Goro Majima. (laughs) (laughs) Jinkies, it's no mystery why she's here. The brains behind Mystery Inc., the first crush of sad nerd boys and lesbians alike. Everyone's favorite detective until Columbo became weirdly popular. Represented by Jackson, Velma Dinkley from Scooby-Doo. All all Scooby-Doo, just in general, like the Mm -hmm. Ur-Velma. And finally, I, your host M, shall be representing the greatest gangster girl of the Roaring Twenties, the dual-wielding dame, the wicked witch of the West Side, the timekeeper's wife, the girl lost in the storm. From Reverse 1999, it's Schneider. Yeah, I don't expect anyone else to have a reaction to this. The game's like two months old. <laughs> I mean, she looks pretty cool. Is on the wiki, uh, the visual options are initial, chibi, and suitcase. Alright, so our first round is going to be Peridot. Versus Cloud in a game of rocket launcher tag. Both mm, characters both characters have a rocket launcher and have to tag the other one with their rocket la- ro- rocket launcher before they get tagged and blown up themselves. Pixel. How how is Paradox gonna how is how do you think Paradox gonna win this? Well, uh, Paradox has the ability to control metal with her mind. So it's pretty easy for her to shoot the rocket and then control its trajectory to perhaps go behind and then back into Cloud, uh, tagging him instantly. All right, that's good. Roxy, how's Cloud going to take this? 
Uh, I mean, Cloud, you know, he's fired a lot of Fyragas in his time. Uh, he's he. There's probably some sort of rocket materia I bet he could equip uh, to sort of uh, give himself an upper hand. I, I, I think I think he'd be able to adapt to this sort of situation. Plus, his time is like a soldier, you know. Hmm. Now, I know we haven't firmly established like every role, but is it okay if uh, the uh, audience can ask questions here? Absolutely, absolutely. Feel free to butt in and make jokes or ask questions. So, if Peridot has the ability to control metal, if we use the X-Men as an example, assuming things get darker at some point after Steven Universe future, is it possible that Peridot would realize she could control the iron in somebody's blood? Um, gosh, I don't think there's enough iron in someone's blood for that to work. Sadly, it's not... Like, if you recall in the movie X-Men, um, the only reason Magneto is able to do that is because the the guard gets injected with, like, liquid metal. So I don't think it's possible to, to like, control someone's body with just the iron in their body. Oh, and other continuities, uh, he basically can do all the blood. Like, he basically has blood bending. Yeah, but make. Magneto can do anything with anything because no one in this no one in the sixties knew what mag- how magnets worked. <laughs> yeah, the insane clown posse didn't like get founded until nineteen ninety six. So I will say something, and that is, uh, Peridot's uh, ability to control metal is not anywhere as strong as Magneto's, but it is strong enough to uh, make stuff hover and pr- pretty heavy stuff, but like not quite with the speed that Magneto would be able to do uh, give a piece of metal. Do you think there's enough metal in Cloud's outfit that she could hold him still? Oh, that's uh, that's possible. I mean, she could definitely like move uh, Cloud's uh, armlet thing. That's made of metal. So making making like Cloud have his comic large sword for this? Because I feel like if he does, that's you know a shoe for the metal. That's a pretty that's a pretty big disadvantage if he's got a if he's carrying around the Buster Sword to rocket tank. Well, uh, so on one hand, I feel like Cloud would have the tactical know how not to bring a sword to a rocket launcher fight, but also he's he is who he is, and I, I I do feel like he would probably have the sword. Uh, the point is to hit Cloud with a rocket, not with a sword. So Peridot would probably not try to kill him when the point is to hit him with a rocket. Yeah, I feel like hitting someone with a rocket does decidedly kill them, but... Uh, that does make me wonder, do either character have any like ethical compunction about hitting another person with a rocket? Like, Do they... Do they know that one will just turn into a gem and reform, and one is, is an anime protagonist and is thus used to that? Like, do either of them like feel bad about doing this, and that would make them hesitate or something like that? I, I well, feel like we, we have to assume to some degree that they are oh, that characters have any functions about their tasks are going to be somewhat mitigated just because just for the premise to function. That's fair. Yeah. All so, of us. Uh, I also have to make a clarification. Which cloud? Because if we're talking... Because if we have the Advent Children sword, that's several swords in one. So imagine that Omni-Slash. I think it's still the same mass as the regular Buster sword. Like, those those other swords are all smaller than it. But think about this. 
imagine Omni Slash, but in reverse, where it's Cloud Sword doing that to him. Yeah, but she's not trying. She's the goal is not to stab him with swords. The goal is to hit him with a rocket. You see, you move a lot better when you have blood in your veins. <laughs> okay. I can... again, again, I do want to state that Peridot is not really like she doesn't think in terms of like human being biological creatures. She probably assumes that they kind of poof like she would. So she probably isn't like super well um, versed in the effects of someone losing their blood. All right, I think it's time to call it to to uh, put it to the vote. Jackson, who's going to win that rocket tag? Uh, I'm going to say Clouds. I think it's just a little bit more his speed. All right, Maple, who's going to win that rocket tag? Uh, Peridot, because it's funny, and also the metal stuff. All right, so that's a tie. So it's going to come down to me, and I think I'm going to have to give this one to Peridot because the metal is a pretty big advan is a pretty big advantage. So, yeah. uh, so currently, Parrot. Excuse, excuse me, spreadsheet. Thank you. Why are you not letting me type? Hello. As she should be. Oh, are you in oh. mode? Yeah, I'm in the. I am not. I am in the wrong browser and was not logged in. So it was only letting me view it. There we go. Peridot is currently the number one character of all time, and Cloud Strife is the number two character of all time. All right, moving on to the next, the next round. Vriska versus Cloud Strife in a hunt for buried treasure. Well, that's <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> so canonical pirate Vriska Circuit. Jim, that, that that is true. Vriska is a pirate. That said, Cloud is a JRPG uh, protagonist, and they go dig up a lot of they go find a lot of hidden treasure too. Yeah, I mean But if we're looking for a specific treasure is he going to find it, or is he going to be too busy throwing pots well, at the ground? I'm, I don't know. I never actually played Final Fantasy. I just watched the movie. Eh, it's, it's, they're more breaking boxes and opening chests that are laying around than breaking pots. That, that's the Zelda thing. But oh. you, you do have a point. I never played Zelda. That's a half-lie. I think the type, <laughs> of, uh, the type of treasure is very important here, because if it's something like a weapon, or maybe like a special material or magic spell... Cloud might have the edge, and there's also the fact that if it's, like, actually buried, Vriska definitely has the edge. Well, the card does specify it's a hunt for buried treasure, so that is that that is starting with an advantage for Vriska, but yeah. I don't know. There's, like, a, there's like a million side quests in, the, in Final Fantasy VII. Surely he's got to dig up treasure at some point. I don't recall exactly, but I mean, surely he's got some kind of, like, there's some kind of spell you can do that's like, watch and see, see hidden stuff. So, in Final Fantasy VII, uh, there is a mini game where you can dig buried treasure, uh, which uh, Cloud finds oh, by right. yeah, placing yeah. archaeologists in specific key points 
and then they make a bongo right, off and they right. triangulate the location of the treasure. So if Cloud has access to these uh, archaeologists, yeah, yeah, yeah. he might I, have a chance. I, I feel like he probably doesn't have access to the archaeologists. Like he could he could do the bomb method, this bomb method himself if he could figure it out, but I guess that's fair. Yeah, no, he's a guy. Cloud's like a human and not like a Hylian, right? I mean, he go he goes around telling people that he's not not that he's like genetically modified, but not. <laughs> so even if he's a genetic freak, <laughs> I think he can still have nar- narcolepsy. Briscoe can make human beings just fall asleep. But mm, he's not going to be doing much searching if he's like snoozing on the sand. That 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 is absolutely true. Hmm. That is. A thing Friska does a lot to the humans of Homestuck. She puts them to sleep. She can't mind control them, but she can put them to sleep. Oh, did the card say it had to be the same buried treasure? Like, one could be Madagascar, one could be in, like, Nepal or whatever. The card just says a hunt for buried treasure. I am assuming they both get a treasure map. They both get a treasure map to the same place. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Cloud. Cloud can... Cloud can cast a barrier... uh, Sorry, M barrier to... uh, make himself resistant to magical attacks. So I feel like he'd be good on the sleeping thing. But is it really mm. magic? I, it's basically it's magic. Psionic... Psionics are, ma- Psionics yeah. are magic. Fair enough. I, but... I, I, don't, I don't care what D&D D tries to tell me that. It tries to say it's a different type of thing. No, no, you are thinking hard enough to make something happen, to just make something spontaneously happen. That is magic. But... If it was enough to take Jade out of Homestuck... Jade wasn't that powerful yet when Spriska did that to her. Yeah, before she became a god doggy. Wait. I don't... I'm trying to remember the act... I'm trying to remember my, my, act, fi- my act 5 stuff. I don't think she... It happens. Act 5 and 6. I don't think it happens after she's gone mode. Wait. Uh, wait, thing. doesn't she get mind control by someone around... The time there's a big fight. That's where I get this stuff for reading. Yeah, yeah, she's she's controlled by the con- condes. Yeah, I you're think, right. I think she, I think she's more powerful yeah, than Briska. I don't think there's a canonical pronunciation. It's not a way you should abbreviate condescension, but that's how Hesse said it. Did it, so <laughs> people are guessing. It's like Arceus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's put let's put this one to the vote. Jackson, who's going to find the buried treasure? I feel it's gotta be Vriska. Alright. Pixel, who's gonna find the buried treasure? Gotta be Pixel. We gotta be uh, Vriska. Alright. Then that's unanimous. It is Vriska. And Vriska is going to go up against the number one ranked for the number one ranked character. As she should. Peridot. And she's going to oh, I am I am sorry, Cloud. I, I am sorry. This is unfair to you. <laughs> The challenge is best soldier. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. So it goes. Well, this one is definitely in Peridot's uh, wheelhouse. She was a soldier for a fascistic evil empire for uh, ages. So was Riska, though. She was, her entire society was based around turning children into soldiers as soon as they went into space. But mm. she never got to that. She never she got, never got to that point. But she did fall into a lot of the uh, traditional upbringing that she had. Or that would have brought her to that point. Mm, yeah, that's, that's true. 
But still, like, I think being the best soldier, the experience does give you the edge because we don't know if Mariska would be the best soldier, but we know that Peridot was a really good soldier for a long time. But we mostly know Peridot was a mechanic. Peridot wasn't really much of a combatant. We know no, but she was like an, an officer. She was like the second officer under uh, Jasper in that mission. Yeah, but like, when you have Jasper, like, Jasper's perfect. Is it too late to change my character? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, next time you can bring Jasper. No, I have to get through my lesbians with an eye patch algorithm. I at least have to get to Kana from How- World of Horrors. <laughs> There are almost as many lesbians as time travel as les- lesbians with eye patches as lesbians who are doomed because of time travel. I mean, there's got to be overlap. Does Phil Ken Seven count? I don't know who that is, but probably. I'm stalling. Uh, anyway, I feel like Risk is a pretty good commander. When the new Madoka movie comes out, Homer should have an eye Hell patch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back to back to on track. Mm. See, part of being a soldier is following orders. I don't think Riska has that in her. But she is a commander, and some soldiers do lead other soldiers into battle. Yeah, it really depends on the criteria for what being a good soldier is. I mean, to me, a good soldier is more like taking orders and giving orders. To me, if you're giving orders, you become more of a commander than a soldier. Yeah, but Paradox bad. Really, yeah, respecting the hierarchy more broadly. Paradox bad yeah. following orders, too. She defected. I mean, that's true. It's hard to not defect when you come in contact with Steven Universe. Counterpoint: I think Chris mm, can kill yeah. that guy easily. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, but I. Mm, no, that's a good question. Feel, What's Steven Universe about... able to 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 redeem Briska? When we're getting off of the. Doesn't like his. Doesn't like his vibe, but also. I feel like Paradox didn't necessarily stop being a soldier. She just changed what side of soldiering she was doing for, like, in, in that conflict. I still gotta say, Vriska doesn't do much fighting. Vriska's like the person in the Air Force who just presses the button to make the drone strike happen. Vriska's out there on the line. I mean, she's out she's doing this stuff, too. She's She's got them magic dice, and yeah. apparently she's the one that killed the black ki- the final blow on the black king. So, um, all right. Well, we'll put this to the. I think it's time for the vote. Jackson, who's the best? Who's the best soldier, Briska or Peridot? I'll go Peridot in this one. All right, and Roxy, who's the best soldier, Briska or Peridot? It's tough, but I think I'm going to have to give it to Peridot. Peridot's still the best. Yeah. Yeah, two and good. Briska gets placed as the number two, the second best character, the second best <laughs> character of all time. Wow. <laughs> all right, yeah. our third contestant, Velma Dinkley, and Velma Dinkley will go up against, will go up against Briska in a battle of the bands. Who's the better? Mu- who's the better musician? In a band, in some versions of Scooby Doo, yeah, routinely Velma is like uh, some sort of musician. Like the the amount Wait. of times the gang like plays some sort of instruments to solve a crime is high. Wait, 
I learned from one of those like, <laughs> unnecessarily long fall asleep videos of somebody who watched every Scooby Doo. Velma can't dance canonically though. Hmm. If you got if you're doing battle with the band, yeah, you gotta have true. aesthetic. Got dance to be a band. Got aesthetic in spades. Ooh, that's true. Mm, true. But can Briska play a musical instrument? I feel like she could learn very easily with time. But she doesn't have time. The battle of the bands is right now. Uh, if it's a band, it's okay, a then what she can easily just do like so. Does Vrissa get to like pick three other people and Velma pick three other people? Like, how does that work? Or is it just like a one-on-one band? Um, you know what? Yeah, because it does specify battle of the bands. I'm going to say Briska can have Briska can have a couple of the trolls, and Velma can have the Oof. rest of Mystery Inc. I feel like Terezi can scream like a motherfucker. It doesn't matter if like anybody can play instruments. She can throat sing Which like one a champion. Was able to mind control other trolls into doing stuff again? Was it? It, it was Briska. Briska, yeah. That yeah, is so Briska. Briska, but only some, only right, some so of the Briska trolls. Literally, could mind control uh, like Tavros and Tavros probably plays an instrument. Like he looks like kind of a yeah, dwarf. he plays guitar. Oh yeah, he plays guitar. Yeah, she can mind control Tavros into like playing guitar for her, so that she might have a shot. Also, as much as Gamzee sucks, like. The fact that he is part of a cult dedicated to the Insane Clown Posse mm. does mean that he's at least a music fan, even if he thinks it's religion. That's true. Uh, That's point, true. If Velma's like bring the, the Mystery Ink Squad, then she has a hex girl with her. Like, canonically, uh, at least one of them has like headlined a major music mm. event. Oh fuck yeah! If this is the hex girls, I'm willing to concede. Like, just right now. <laughs> we can spend the rest of this time talking Sorry. about, like, if Steven Universe can redeem Ashley Graves or something. <laughs> you, you know, you're making a think about how Friska couldn't be redeemed by Steven Universe. Friska got redeemed by jo- by John Egbert. And what can you say? The kind of, of sort of. trans girl. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna have... I think we're ready for the vote. Uh, Je- um, da, da, da. Ro- Roxy, who's who's the better musician here? So, like, Velma is the more accomplished musician, but I think Homestuck has better in-universe music. So, if we're going by that, I honestly would have to give it the there first. There was a point in time where there was more Homestuck remixes in Smash Bros. and Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> true. That that can't be. There, there's only the one Homestuck song, and like, there was a Final Fantasy song from the first release of of Ultimate because Cloud came with one. But they weren't remixes; they were also uh, the two. Songs oh yeah, that's true. They moments. were. Whereas this Kobe is true, Fox yeah. went back to the lab after humiliating Masahiro Sakurai in front of everyone in his family. <laughs> All right, we got one vote for Riska. Pixel. I really wish I could vote for Velma, but Riska has got this one, sadly. Uh, versus. All right, Brit. Then Velma is going is going down, and she's going up against Cloud Strife in in a swimming race. Why why don't you give me an actual unit of no. how far it is? I'm going to say it's it's uh like uh. What is the short? What is the sh- what are what is the shortest Olympic swimming race across the? Hundred meter, I think. Sure, let's go with that. It's a hundred, hundred, a hundred meters, a hundred okay. meters swim. Uh, I don't. 
think we ever see Cloud swim. Ask my Ask recollection. And I hate to ask this again, but does he have his sword? <laughs> Swinging with that sword must be really hard. There's no, oh no, he does not have his. She would not carry his sword into yeah. a swimming pool. Just, just, just because it would be bad for the sword. Um, I. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> It'll must be. Um, however, I would, I, I, I would, like Cloud is at least definitely more like physically. Fit than Velma, I feel like you know Cloud's uh, credentials might be a bit falsified, but like he's still definitely more trained, like in physical stuff than like a teenage girl. Yeah, and like while Velma's no slouch, I feel like she's not like the physical one of the team, so I'm hardly gonna like push for her to win at swimming. Mm-hmm. I would say one thing: uh, Cloud canonically only got into the water once. It's when he fell to the live stream. He couldn't swim, and Tifa had to fish him out. That's right, right. not oh, exactly right. water. Ah, oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, no, that, yeah, you're right. No, you're right, yeah. But there's a question. Can Cloud swim? I don't swim? think he can swim. Do we know if Cloud I, can swim? Um, I mean, we... Smash Bros, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, but if you go by Smash Bros swimming, uh, that, he could swim for a couple seconds yeah, and so then dies. he can't swim. Velma could probably beat him, by virtue of knowing how to swim, if he knows how to swim. I don't know if he knows how to swim, though. Oh, she absolutely knows how to swim. I can think of, like, I don't, okay, of I, like scuba diving or swimming up from, like, a exploding lab under the water or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is there... Is there a water hazard in that... that in the Warner... In the now-defunct Warner Brothers Smash clone? She was in that game. So, wait. Velma dated a woman named Water... Come a hot dog. <laughs> so I mean, yes, that <laughs> did happen. So via the transit of like, property, she was swimming in her eyes. Or <laughs> all right, I would argue that Cloud failing to swim in a magical pool of life energy is does not, and also not being able to swim for very long in a game where swimming is, like, well, intentionally designed as a hazard, are ni- neither of those are indicators of well, on, swimming well, in a water yeah, that ability. That to me, honestly. I thought that sounds <laughs> extremely fair. I think that's how we should measure well, it. Hold on. The, the, when he falls into the live stream, it's shown being, like, just water in hot springs. So, yes, it's just water. He can't swim in that. He can't swim in water. But Tifa can, and she does. So, yeah. I think... I suppose. All right, we're gonna put, <clears throat> gonna take it to the vote now. Ma- Maple, who's the better swimmer? Velma. Pixel, who's I the better swimmer? All right, Velma is Velma is placed as the third greatest as the third greatest character of all time. And we move into the fi- final round, where I bring out my ca- I bring out my character. Schneider is I I feel like I need to actually explain Schneider a bit because I don't think have any of you played Reverse 1999 I've never heard of it I have not I only play like the worst Pokemon gotchas frankly I, I played this game solely because Twitter would not stop sending me ads of Ads of this little of this 
tiny dual pistol wielded les- lesbian flapper, and I'm like, oh, okay, fine. I w- I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play this game and try and get her. And then I find out in the game, oh yeah, no, she's not actually a pullable character because they person because the game personally wanted to spite me. Damn. So is she friends with Lapland or what? Is she friends with who? Lapland, because that's. I was making a joke uh, about Hornites being one of the few other gotchas that I know the Lord do. But also, Lapland you know, is they, from they, a they, mob family. They, so they probably talk. Little... Anyway, so Schneider's whole deal is that she. In the world of reverse 1999, time has time is broken and just kind of keeps erasing itself and jumping backwards and anyone who is not a wi- who is not a wizard gets erased from time and this little mob girl has somehow found out about it and is like pretending to be a wiz- pretending to be a wizard and fallen with the wizard supremacists to try and save her and her twin sister it does it and then she kind of forgets the whole plan when she meets the main char- the butch main character and falls in love and then dies and then gets erased tragically after saving her life. Yeah, that's oh. tragic. Which is you say? It, it they meet on Val they meet on Valentine's Day because in this universe the, the Valentine's Day massacre was actually a hate crime against wizards, so she murders the the anti wizard racists. It's a very silly. This is a very silly game. You should not. Nobody should play it. The translation is bad. The translation is bad. The the voice acting is and music are both very good. But the translation is bad. The story is is bad. The mechanics are not great. But also, almost all of the main cast is almost all of the main cast is are lesbians and actually like on in text lesbians almost every story character and that's not nothing as lesbians in real life i'm going to say the the, 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 the one big problem is that um everyone is a frick is that everyone is a teenager because anime maybe someday they'll make anime for adults hey, so we can't allow it preposterous <laughs> I mean, they did, and it's called Dora Hidora. No, there there is anime for adults. It just, you know, doesn't get translated because it's not profitable. <laughs> is it too late to talk or to make my character? Uh, y- yes, you've already you've already placed your Riska. But in true Riska <laughs> fashion, I need the power game, right? All right. So, here, why stand in the deck? I don't. I don't want to. No, Civil War reenactment. You get fucked. You're not. You're getting removed from the deck. All right. So. Versus Velma Dinkley, how is Schneider going to do in hide in a game of hide and seek? Well, that's not a good start. I mean, Schneider is smaller. Uh, yeah, Velma's kind of. I mean, you know what? It it takes Velma her whole her whole gang, and it takes them like a good day to like find someone who's like actively out there running and chasing them. I don't know how good she'd be at finding someone who's actually just trying to avoid her. Whereas Schneider, she's she is the youngest crime she's the youngest crime boss of Chicago. Like she's <laughs> actually she is canonically a, ri- a rival to Al Capone. <laughs> oh my god, I, I I'm rooting for her ways way more now. <laughs> and he, but she's she, like how? she's been a... Snorky or Snorky? Wait. 
Is it Snorky or Snorky that uh, Al Capone wanted to be known as? I also, Schneider seems pretty small and limber. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, like how, like how kind of like tall she is, but I feel like she could like fit into small spaces. She 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 does look pretty small. Um, flip side, Velma has disguises. Or would Velma expect a Scooby Doo trap to be pulled on her? So so here's how I see it: Velma is really good at finding, and Schneider would be really good at hiding. But how would Schneider be at finding, and how would Velma be at hiding? That's like all right. I'm Schneider probably not great at hiding because one of the reasons why she fell in with the wizard supremacists was that she, she couldn't find her. Is that Alcavone had kidnapped her twin sister, and they she needed them to find her, and then they did find her, and then they tortured her to find out that no, they weren't really wizards. But that's a whole thing. Like I said, this 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 story is overly complicated and and bad, but you know, gay. <laughs> so I I do think you're 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 correct. Schneider would not have the would not be very good at probably not be very particularly talented at finding Velma, but she she I definitely think she'd be better at mm-hmm. better at hiding. And Velma actually, that's where I'm not sure. Like Velma could. In some cases, hide, but I don't think she hid like a lot in the shows. So yeah, no, the hiding is really more Scooby yeah. and Shaggy's thing. The other, the other three don't really engage in that level of cartoon hijinks yeah. the same way. The unless it's, yeah. except for the running through mm-hmm. doors bits, but no one's really hiding in those. It's uh, semi-linear. They didn't even bring Velma back for the really weird ones of Scrappy Doo. They brought back Daphne instead. Yeah, because she was so good at hiding, they couldn't find oh, her. Oh, you, you know what? Yeah, no, 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 no. You know what? I got an argu- perfect argument here against Velma. Oh. What's the name of the show? Ooh. What's the name of the first show? Where are you? Yeah, exactly. They they couldn't. F- the whole gang couldn't find him in that theme oh, song. Yeah, that's a good point. Sounds like a. But in the simple plan one, they were threatening him. <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> Should we no? Hang on. I'm supposed to be defending Velma. Actually, no. That song is all about um. <laughs> Asking Scooby Doo like where he is in a spiritual sense. It's like asking him to like find his courage, man. Scooby Doo, how much like, like where he is on on the, the hierarchy from like man to beast. Uh, question: Could, Would um, Schneider be successful to like being offered a Scooby snack and jumping out of hiding? No, I no, I don't think I don't think so. And that also made me think oh, that rules out Velma's approach. Schneider might not be able to actually eat anything at the moment at the time at the time of this because during the duration of time where we know her in the game before she gets erased she is undergoing storm madness with like all the humans in the setting are at the time which means she thinks money is food and food is just random other objects and she won't bring herself to eat it when she's erased from time it's very very weird remember her afterwards because like Oh no! All the all the wizards who didn't get erased still remember still remember her, and like her clothes are actually like on on your home screen, but just folded up in a nice little bundle on the dresser for the rest of the game, and it's very sad. Checkmate. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah, she yeah. wouldn't be able to find someone who was erased from time. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, I mean, yeah, but all right, let's put it to the vote now. But do, do you? But can you really win at something if you're also erased from time? Or yeah, I, you know what? I think we're going to have to say this is well before the storm erases Schneider. So I guess she can't eat, but 
She's not going to want the dog treat. All right, let's take it to the vote. Um, Maple, who's who's going to win at hide and seek? Uh, jokes aside, probably actually Velma because this is literally her job. All right, Roxy, who's going to win at hide and seek? Uh, the game would go on for several years and carry Velma across the globe, but uh, probably Velma. <laughs> All right, and just just for completion's sake, Pixel, who's going to win? I also think Velma in Animus. All right, yeah, that that's that's fair. All right, <laughs> Schneider is now going to go up against Cl- up against Cloud Strife in best at evading intergalactic bounty hunters. Why did all of the fun? Why did all of the not mundane ones end up at the top of the deck? I need to shuffle this better next time. Anyways, now I'm going to put it. Like I mean, Schneider has been evading the has been evading the authority. She's like she runs a speak she runs a speakeasy in Chicago. She is avoid, avoiding the authorities. She is avoiding <clears throat> Al Capone's Al, Capel, Al Capone's uh, group. She's been very good at avo- avoiding. Unwanted attention. I bet you could avoid space bounty hunters. What is Sephiroth if not an intergalactic bounty hunter of sorts? Well, no, he's, he's not. But I think Cloud as like main, kind of Cloud has too much main character syndrome to evade them. He would fight them and get caught. Also, wait, hang on. Yeah, but he just he just break his hang way on. out. I know how to do this. Go on. I, I have to look it up. I have to like consult my uh, texts. <laughs> Okay, December 2023. While you're doing that, I think the, the intergalactic part the intergalactic part intrigues me. How much is Snyder able to deal with like intergalactic shenanigans, like advanced alien tech, spaceships, that kind of thing? Because I feel like Cloud has more experience with sci-fi shenanigans. Well, this strongly depends on what the, on what the player character, who else the player character has managed to draw as their gotcha. Because she might have, she mm. might have, she might have interacted with the now sentient Voyager satellite or Sputnik or a UF or a UFO. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong? I do want to say something in Schneider's defense. Uh, Schneider is able to evade magic. Magic is basically the same thing as sufficiently advanced technology. Mm-hmm. Therefore, she is able to evade sufficiently advanced technology. But like, yeah, she she was able to convincingly in, infiltrate the wizard supremacists until they started torturing her sister. Yeah, so she could probably infiltrate the uh, intergalactic bounty hunters yeah. somehow. This is about uh, I mean, this is about infiltrating. I, this is about evading. I have consulted my text. Mm, I mean, she could probably evade them at the same time. Like she evaded the attention of Al Capone. Who I assume is a wizard in this continuum. Oh no, he's human. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's a that's a downer. Yeah, no, Al, Al Capone has been Al Capone has been erased. Damn, fucked up. <laughs> you have Al consulted Capone. your text, Maple. So as of 2023, Cloud is in the A plus tier for the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate tier lists. He is two spaces above Star Fox. About ten above Star Wolf, an entire tier above three different Samuses and Falco, and uh, also Captain Falcon. And I guess we can kind of sort of count like 
not I'm cheating by counting Ness as a bounty hunter, but Ridley's at D tier, so like Cloud is statistically stronger than all of them. And yeah, I he's got don't experience. think Sonic the, the Hedgehog is going to be a galactic bounty hunter. Maybe Steve from Minecraft. Well, I don't know the lore. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he, I don't think fighting the bounty hunters and winning is the same thing as evading the bounty hunters successfully. Yeah, I, I kind of have to say this because, like, yeah, no, Sh- Schneider could definitely take Schneider could definitely kill Boba Fett. I I I've I've watched some of those I've watched kind of some of those streaming Star Wars streaming shows. Bounty hunt, bounty hunters in Star Wars really just don't seem that impressive now. Their name is Boba Fett. Mm. Boba Fett. <laughs> Their name is Boba Fett. Yeah, they really like uh, bubble tea. Yes, like the tea. That's a Pokemon. <laughs> That's Waba Fett. George Lucas, you coward! Make up your own character. Who's on first? Star Wars didn't happen to me. Until they released Star Wars Masters of Terrors Kasai on the PS1, and I will take no further questions. Okay, now hold on a second. What generation was what what, what generation was Waba Fett? Gen two. And what 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 year did uh what year did Gold and Silver come out? I think ninety nine. I thought red and gold came. (laughs) It's all coming together. Oh yeah, no, sorry. It you, yeah, Pokemon didn't. Pokemon has already been a Pokemon. You're right. Pokemon was like one of the first things to get erased after in, in when the first storm in 1999. Well, yeah, 1999 was whenever every single piece of technology mm-hmm. came alive until the original came in and told us that we should be using magic instead. Fuck! I should have picked Biken. All right, all right. We talked on this. Let's uh, put it to the let's put it to the vote. Jackson, who's going to have, who's going to evade the space cops better? We established that Schneider is really good at like hiding for a long time, so Schneider, easy. All right, Pixel, who's going to avoid the space cops? Gotta agree with Schneider there. She at least, well, she is good at hiding. Cloud would definitely attack them, and that's not the challenge here. And Roxy, just to complete it. Wait, Roxy is the Cloud is my character. Oh, wait, Cloud is your character. Did I ask all three? Yeah, I did. Okay, never mind. I, I'm three. I thought I only asked two, but I definitely... Oh, Maple? You know, I feel really bad for Cloud losing all of these matches. And I want to feel even worse for him. Uh, I'm going with Schneider. <laughs> it's what Cloud gets for being the only man on the list. Yeah, he's yeah. understandable. I've Final Fantasy VII fan art. I mean, yes, everybody has, see- everybody has seen the fan art and the dress, mo- <laughs> and the dress mods in the remake. Unfortunately, those aren't canon. And who can I write to make them canon? I will send letters to my senator <laughs> saying that you U.S. senator should say Inamora. You know what? Yes, absolutely. Send those letters to your senator. I'm sure. I'm sure your representative, your your political representatives, <laughs> can affect can affect Final Fantasy canon. Thank you. And I and Schneider has been placed. As num as number four. <laughs> so as it as our as of the end of this first episode, the official rankings for the greatest characters in all of fiction are number one, Peridot from Steven Universe. Number two, Friska Circuit from Homestuck. Number three, Velma Dinkley from Scooby Doo. Number four, Schneider from Reverse 1999. And number five, Cloud Strife 
from Final Fantasy VII. Alright. Uh, Rip for Cloud, but uh, I guess he isn't that good. So wait, are we speaking for characters, or do I need to re-roll my lesbian with an eye patch? Because like I am ready to go. You, for you could pick another lesbian with an eye, another lesbian with an eye patch for next for next time. Right <laughs> now, it's time to wrap this up. Um, Jackson, where can people find you online? Oh, um, I'm just Jackson Eflin on Twitter. Hey, and um, Maple, do you want anyone to find you online? No. Very well. Don't don't look don't look for Maple. I'll find you. Uh, Pixel, do you got anything to plug? Sure, you can find my stuff at cohost.org slash pixel. And what, what about you, Roxy? Uh, I am at Blood Prism on Tumblr. I don't really post much original stuff there, but you know, it's nice to, nice to have a following. That concludes our first episode. Just remember, all, all, all characters have, all, all characters are somebody's favorites, but only, but only one can succeed in the Battle of the Vorbos. Good night, everyone.